Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Writer's Block Podcast. Your boy Bobby here. Um, so real quick, I'm going to jump right into it this week. I'm going to open up this week's podcast talking about why men need women friends or just women in their lives. <laughs> All right. Um, so I did two shows in Orlando uh, this last weekend. Uh, the first show was at a show called uh, Shit Sandwich. Um and I don't remember the exact name of it, uh, but yeah, Ross McCoy uh, was the booker of that one. It's a fun show. And then I went to go to Milk District. Uh, Jake Ricca uh, runs that show at the Barley and Vine. I love that show. It was a lot of fun. It's one of the more fun shows that I've been on Orlando so far, so I'm excited. I love going down there or up there. I don't I don't know. Whatever. I'll figure it out later. Um, but no, so I got the tape back from doing both of those shows, right? And... Uh, I'm looking at the tape, I'm watching myself on stage, and this is at the Milk District show, and I'm realizing, like, the way that I hold the microphone, like, if you look at any of my clips, you know what I mean, like, if you hold the microphone, you can see everybody's arm, right? This is when I knew I needed women in my life, all right? Before I got on stage, I had saw maybe, like, 20 dudes we all talked chopped it up like other comedians uh, i saw my best friend that morning before i went to orlando you know everyone saw me everyone dad me up oh i love you mother good show uh good luck at the show all this good stuff i get to orlando talking to all the comics there uh you know let's have a fun night man i'm nice to bobby i'm nice to meet you i'm bob whatever bobby nice to meet you or whatever so i'm looking at these clips and i realize I am ashy as fuck on my elbows, bro. <laughs> like, I am ashy. I am so ashy on my elbow. And nobody told me. Not one of those dudes around me said, Bobby, look at your elbows, man. You might want to put some lotion on before you go on stage. None of my male friends said that. I was pissed off, man. I deducted, uh, like, a lot of... I, I blocked my best friend on Facebook. Uh, I'm going to block him on Instagram next. Uh, Christian... Should have told me, bro. You were the first person I saw before I even left. Didn't mention nothing about it. Uh, I was so hurt. And I'm embarrassed to post these clips on Instagram now because my elbow looks so goddamn ashy. Uh, if you listen to this podcast, I'm going to put the picture here in the video. Go check out my YouTube. Uh, Bobby Brown Jr. Comedy, I think, is my YouTube channel. I'm trying to figure out what I'm going to do. Either that or maybe Bobby. But I'm liking using Bobby Brown Jr. a little more these days. You know, got to make that the thing um but yeah so i know all of my women friends would have told me that you know my mom would have said something to me about it before i went on stage my sister would have told me about it before i went on stage. vic would have said something to me you know i can go on list that goes on and on you know what so i'm cutting all my male friends off you know my ego is bruised and hurt uh but other than that <clears throat> other than that the shows were amazing i love i love orlando uh the crowds at least the shows that I've been on so far have been a lot of fun, man. Shout out to Jake Ricca uh, for putting me back on Milk District. Um, a lot of funny people I got to work with this time, guys. Uh, uh, Rafael Cruz, I think that's his last name. I, I'm, I would use my phone, but, you know, I'm using running the camera and stuff. But he's one of the guys who I met, man. He was really funny. I love that guy, man. I'm glad that we're friends now. Uh, shout out to him. Uh, I got to work uh, Justin Lawson. He had some really good jokes, man. I was dying. I was dying. Very good dude. After the show, we all went out, grabbed drinks at the bar over there. Pretty ladies were there. That was fun. You know, always a good time. Pretty ladies were around. You know what I mean? Uh, but, yeah, man, I hope to go back. I hope to go back. I'm trying to do Orlando at least once uh, once a month. 
before, uh, you know, I'll reach out and do some other things. So, uh, let me see. That's the Orlando show. What else do I got? Oh, my birthday was great, man. My birthday was great. I had a fun time. Uh, I went to get lunch with my mom on my birthday. Uh, we went to get seafood. It was great. I went to, like, a Rocky Crab, I think is the first uh, the name of it. For the first time I went over there, it was nice. Had a great birthday. And then um, shout out to my girl Kayla uh, listening to the podcast. She uh, she got me a $75 gift card to H&M, and I went and balled the fuck out. Yo, I ain't going to lie to y'all. Like, H&M, I'm actually addicted to that place now. I never went out and bought myself anything like that. But, I, uh, I don't know, I started with that, and it was amazing. I got some cool t-shirts, as you can see me wearing in the video, a little writer's block t-shirt that I chefed up. Uh, you know, me making some more designs like this. I had a lot of fun, so shout out to her. I got the perfect pair of jeans. I bought three of the same pair of jeans because they were on sale for 8 bucks, and they fit perfectly. I can't wait to wear them. Is that weird? I don't know. I feel like it's always, I don't know. I went jean shopping without my parents for the first time. I really don't know how I ended up with the pair of jeans that I have now until the ones that I just bought, but I don't think that I got them myself. Um, but nah, man, uh, H&M, I forgive you. You know, I got so much good stuff from H&M. I forgive you for that coolest monkey in the jungle t-shirt. Yep. <laughs> like, I have washed H&M away. Like, y'all are good in my book. Listen, I will salute y'all for everything you do. Uh, this merch is going to be great, guys. I got it rolling out any day now. Um, but, yeah, bro. A lot of fun, man. A lot of fun. I uh, In the mall, so I went to the Avenues uh, for the first time. And uh, I don't know if I've told this story before, but my very first job was actually working at Journeys in the mall. Uh, but it was the Regency Mall in Jacksonville. It wasn't the Avenues Mall. So I'm in the mall, right, and I'm in the Avenues this way. And I don't know what possessed me to walk by this store. And uh, I wish I could think of the name. It's, it's this store. It's like a skincare store or whatever. But they, they stand outside the door. And then if you talk to them, they're like, hey, do you want a sample? You want a sample? of the Oh, come inside. Come inside. You know, sit down, sit down. And I was like, I was being polite. I had my headphones in when I walked into the mall, obviously, because I'm not going to walk through them all alone like a psycho. Um, I got I got one of them samples, man. I'm, I wish I could remember the name of the store. I'll figure it out. Um, but, yeah, so I'm walking past. Uh, after leaving H&M, and this girl stops me, this Hispanic girl in dress, she's like, oh my god, like we have good sand, have you ever like heard about moisturizing or whatever, already I'm taking it a disrespect, but I do. I was just ashy in Orlando, so I had to stop and listen to what she had to say, you know what I mean, I had to be like, maybe she would put me on some new stuff, my feelings was hurt, I really wanted to keep going, I didn't know that she, when I came inside, she was gonna make me sit down and give me a whole like 30 minute spiel about the products, like they had a script to a T, and I could tell by the way that she was talking. Like, I perform stand-up, so I can hear. Like, if someone's talking to me, I can hear if you're, like, talking the words that are on a piece of paper or something. You know what I mean? But, no, she took this moisturizer. It was supposed to be for your face or whatever. She was like, yeah, this is supposed to get all the dead skin off of your face, but she rubbed it on my hand, right? And, you know, so she's rubbing it in circles, and after about, like, a minute or two, most awkward situation, by the way, like a stranger I've never met before, no glove on. She just has this like moisturizer thing and she's rubbing my hand, talking to me, giving me a spiel. And in my head, I'm like, damn, I could have kept my headphones in and just kept walking and I wouldn't have had to be here right now. You know what I mean? <laughs> but 
After like two minutes, I looked down. It was like a bunch of like little like you know spectacles or whatever, like brown or whatever. And she was like, "All right, see, look, like that's on the dead skin." She had an accent, by the way. I'm, I swear, I'm not <laughs> like she had an accent. I don't remember what it was. Like, look, that's all the dead skin right there that was hiding on your hand. Now imagine that was on your face. And I was like, uh, "Well, you know, like you're not wearing a glove right now. Like this, how do I know this is your dead skin?" Like, you've been rubbing people's hands all day. If this is your job, I can't be the first person that you've done this for today at 3 p.m. Like, you probably just put other people's dead skin on my hand. Either way, like, I'm never going, like, past that store in the wall. I went back to H&M literally yesterday to get more supplies to make uh, T-shirts and, like, some hats and stuff like that. And I literally walked around that store. Like, I go where the vans is. I just walk and cross the glass at the other side. Never doing that again. It was the worst thing ever. Um, but, you know, the mall was a fun experience again, uh, I guess. I went to that, uh, what's that place? Uh, it was like a, a real cinnamony place. Auntie, I don't know if it's Auntie Annie's. Maybe, I don't know. Cinnabon or something. But that is like, I don't know. You can smell it from literally any store that you're at. And I had to obviously grab it. It was great. They put up Popeye's in the mall now. That was fucking crazy. Popeye's coming up in the Avenue's mall. But, you know. I don't miss working at the mall at all, man. Like, uh, like you know, first of all, like, most of the mall workers, like, like you only work at the mall if you're in, like, high schoolers, bro. Like, unless the one manager or whatever of the store, but most of those employees are, like, in high school. It's, like, their first, maybe their first jobs, whatever. At least that's how it was for me. So many annoying-ass people coming in, working at, I remember working at the Journeys. First of all, it was a lot of, it was dead. Like, I worked at Journeys, and it was, like, it wasn't, like, I don't know how the Regency is now. Maybe people don't go. I haven't been there in a long time. But it was, like, still dying when I was working there. This was about 2015, 2016, I think. Yeah, 2015, 2016, one of those two. And, uh, you know, I just remember people coming in all day, all day, just trying stuff on and not buying anything. Not buying anything at all. They're like, oh, I just wanted to try it on. And so we found it online. And I was like, all right, well, you know. And then you have to put away everything at the end of the night. Like, people who mess stuff up don't even care about putting it back. It's the worst. I would never work in a mall again. Too loud. Way too crowded for me. You got to talk to too many people. Even though I'm a server. So I can't even, like, it's the same thing. Just in a different environment. But whatever. What else do I got on this list? Oh, man, I rode by Tinseltown, too. The, uh, <laughs> so, the Tinseltown Movie Theater in Jacksonville. I was hanging out with... Uh, it was after a show, actually. Me and Christian were doing something. And uh, Tinseltown had a lot of memories there. It was like the old date spot back in the day. You know, like uh, my girlfriend at the time, or ex-girlfriend, I guess you'd call it that. My girlfriend at the time, like her mom would only let us hang out, like, when she was there. So, she would come to the movies with us. The most awkward situation ever, dude. Like, go to the movies with your girlfriend and her mom. Like, oh, my God. It was terrible. It was absolutely terrible. Her mom would, like, uh, it's like sometimes she would sit a couple rows ahead of us. But sometimes she would literally just sit, like, right next to us or be behind us or whatever. Or just, you know, and it was dark. So, if you're looking around trying to see where she is and she sees you trying to see where she at, you know. But either way, it was a lot of fun. I took a I took a B roll over there because I had to. It was like so fun. B roll, by the way, you can follow me on that. Maybe Bobby. Um, 
I know I'm getting old, bro. I'm 24, by the way, but I know I'm getting old because I have no idea when these new social media apps are coming out. This Be Real thing that popped up, yo, I literally was told about it by uh, the high schoolers who work at my job. Like, she's one of the hostesses. Hostesses? Hostess? One of the two of those words. She's one of them. And I don't know, she just kept talking about Be Real, and she was like, do you want to be? I was like, sure, what the hell is it? Told me about it. I downloaded it, obviously. But it's crazy. Maybe that's the next thing. Who knows? Whatever. Um, either way, it was a fun time. Maybe that's my new single. <laughs> that's the episode title. It was a fun time because I keep fucking saying it. Uh, sad news. Uh, my first car ever, man. Or my first car ever. So if you know me, you see me driving that uh, that red car that I used to have. It's officially done, man. It's done. Sad news. I wish I had a, a sad uh, sound cue. Maybe I got to add one later. I did add some new stuff in here. Um, but no, man, I, uh, it broke down a couple months ago and like while I was driving on my way to work, like I was literally one light away from work and the car just broke down on me. So it's been sitting down. I had to get my money right to, uh, to get it towed up to the Ford company and, and get them to look at it. But the repairs cost more than the car is worth, right? So I'm like, ah, oh, and more than I can pay for, pretty much. So I'm like, oh my god, it's the I don't know. Brought a lot of sad memories, man. Like, uh, like my very first car. Like, I remember my first time, like getting that car. First of all, the first day I got that car in Tallahassee, I had an apartment, um, and uh, it was a weekend. It was a weekend, so I parked it out because my office was closed. The next morning, it was towed because I didn't have a parking decal. <laughs> and I was so mad at Tallahassee towing, bro. I wanted to blow up all those goddamn towing companies. Like my first day having this car, it got to it, and I had to pay one hundred and sixty dollars. They were not trying to hear none of that. I just got the car shit. Um, fuck Tallahassee towing, bro. I swear I hate them people, man. They always come at the worst times too, bro. Either whatever, man. Fuck that. But. I like a lot of good memories, man. I remember my first time, my first time having car sex in that car, drove out in Jack's Beach, and it wasn't even a big car, but, you know, we, she was skinny, so it wasn't, like, hard, but still, uh, you know, my seats would drop. It was great. You could move, like, the whole seats up, and I could drop the trunk, even though it was a small car. Beautiful, man. I don't know. The long, I remember, oh, this might be embarrassing, whatever, it's my podcast, I'm going to overshare. I remember uh, I drove I drove four hours to smash this girl for like seven minutes, <laughs> and then I had to drive four hours back home. But listen, in my defense, all right, in my defense, I had a job interview the next day, okay, and I got the job. That was the day that I started radio, and it changed my life forever, right? I started podcasting and everything after that, but it was crazy. Looking back, that was the craziest thing I've ever done, bro. That was actually wild. <laughs> oh, man, how cringy. I was 21, 20. I was either 20 or 21 years old, one of those two. I don't remember. But that's wild. I would never do that. I don't know. The most I probably drive right now is like, uh, actually, I drove two hours. Whatever. We'll get off that topic. Uh, RIP my first car, man. Pour one out for the homie. It was a sad day. It was sad to see you go. Um, but, you know, I got a lot of good jokes. I got a little stand-up material out of that car. So that was great. What else do I got? I know this came across the headlines earlier, and I had to make sure I brought this up. This is a weird 
to me, not weird to me, but whatever. John Cena, all right, first of all, I love John Cena. Everybody loves John Cena. Great actor, one of the greatest wrestlers of all time. He's in my top four favorite wrestlers of all time uh, on my Mount Rushmore for sure. Um, he granted, he, uh, not granted, he, he broke, there we go, that's the word. He broke the record, the world record, the Guinness World Record for most wishes granted for, uh, you know, Sick and ill people, children. I don't know if I should specify, whatever. Uh, 650, first of all, applause to John Cena. That's insane. I will say, that is a little, like, like why? Why, obviously? Like, not even why on John Cena's part. I get you doing good things. Why as, you know, if you're about to die, why do you want John Cena to be the last thing that you see? Like, that is terrible. And if John Cena is the last thing that you see, did you even see anything? Think about think about that, okay? <laughs> All right. Uh, I love John Cena, man. This was just like, I don't know. Like, this is the kindest human, I guess. I support anything that he does. You know, if you ever want to come on this podcast, John, I would welcome you with open arms. Uh, would you guys take the edit? Like, if John Cena was going to give you the FU or attitude adjustment, whatever they called it after that, like, would you let him? I don't know. I think I could take one, and then that would be about it. Like, I think I'm, I, I would, it would hurt after that. Whatever that move with STF, I hated that, though. The whole leg grapple thing he used to do with the finishing moves, man. But... <clears throat> My brother used to do that on me when I was a kid. He used to wrestle all the time. He put me in, like, the STF, and, oh, my God, that was the worst. I never learned how to do that move either, but still. John Cena, salute to you, man. Salute to helping those kids. Uh, you know, that Shane Gillis joke is, is still funny to this day, him talking about John Cena, uh, you know, being the sign that kids know it's over. Um, dang, what would I want to look at if... I knew, like, it would be the last thing that I would see. Probably Madison Pettis. Yeah. I'm, I'm at Madison Pettis for sure. One. What else? Mm, that's an interesting. All right. I love her. Her, Taylor, Olivia. I've been listening to a lot of future. You know what, future. I'm going to go with future, too. If future walked in, I, yeah, I wouldn't even be mad, bro. We're just going to put on... We're just going to put on Hate the Real Me or ride out, bro. You know what I mean? That would be the great last song to hear, by the way. I might play that to end this episode today. Who knows? Um, I didn't go to the Comedy Zone this weekend. I don't remember uh, who was playing this weekend. But they got a lot of people coming in October. That's going to be exciting. Um, also, I think uh, Lunell is coming uh, September 29th. Uh, so, you know, that whole weekend. And then uh, we got... My guy, Jerry the Great, him and the Dignified Delinquents, Nessa uh, and Breeze, uh, they're going to be doing their live show there uh, October 9th, I believe. That's a Sunday. Um, so go support them. I think it's either right after King Batch or right before D.L. Hughley. Uh, so go support them at their live show. Uh, Cam Patterson's going to be on that show as well. And uh, I just reached out to Cam, actually. Uh, I'm going to have him come on this podcast also and chop it up. Very funny dude. Um but, yeah, so that's exciting. Shout out to my partners over there. Uh, the open mics has been a lot of fun. Oh, last week was kind of awkward, man. We had a rowdy fucking crowd, man, a rowdy crowd last week. Like, it actually looked like, 
Like they were for it was very Jack. It was very Caucasian Duval, Caucasian Jacksonville, bro. Like lots of skinny white drunks with tattoos. This lady with fake boobs kept trying to pull them out. You know, like uh, at the this was Wednesday night because I guess they were there for the LOL thing. Uh, but uh, you know. Whatever. Uh, the old owner walked back into the showcase. Fred, he was there. Uh, and then literally everyone just like, not even everyone, but some of them just started like talking crap about the open mic at the LOL show. You know, he, he's not listening to Spike, but whatever. It's fine. We're growing, you know, building every week. You guys come check us out at the Comedy Zone in the uh, in the lobby by the piano bar. There's no piano there, by the way. We're, I'm going to probably change the name of the show soon. But open mic every Wednesday. It's been a lot of fun, 7.30. And uh, River City Comedy Showcase, our next one, it's October 5th. Uh, so that's the first Wednesday of October. It's going to be a lot of fun, man. Shout out to Alex. Uh, I'm going to be posting some clips from that finally. Uh, we got a lot of good stuff done. And, uh, you know, we've been building, building, and working on a lot of things. So, you guys come keep supporting uh, local comedy. Let me see what else I got before I get out of here, man. Oh, um, actually, no, I'm going to save that for another episode. The whole Adam Levine thing. All right, guys, yeah. So, either way, I got some merch dropping. If you see me wearing it, I'm going to be wearing these. Uh, I feel like now that I'm making my own stuff, I never want to wear anything that's not made by me ever again. I don't know. Is that like uh, maybe that's the feeling? I don't know because I'm really proud of it when it goes good. I messed up like three to, like three or four times. I've I messed up shirts that cost me money to buy that I can't like you know put out there or whatever. But still, you know, you live, you learn, you get it. I got to go work later today. I'm not looking forward to that. But either way, man, I'm about to be posting some much more stand up on my YouTube, guys. I really want to uh, you know get everyone focused on my YouTube. But there was one social media platform that I'm trying to, you know, make sure that I can run my career through and, like, get you guys more content on. It's go uh, my YouTube channel. So please go check me out. Tell a friend to go subscribe to my channel. I got some more stand-up comedy dropping, more of these podcast episodes, finally. Um, you know, that is how I'm going to need, you know, that's what I'm going to need to get to the next level, man, to get to the next step is people checking out my YouTube and sharing the videos that I got going on in the catalog and everything. So I appreciate y'all, man. I appreciate all the love. Uh, next next shows that I got, I'm going to be in Tampa, October 22nd, I believe. Yeah, no, 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 no. October 28th, actually, I'm going to be going back to Tallahassee to headline at Birds, uh, where I started doing comedy back then, uh, after I left, uh, the sketch troupe at Florida State. Um, but Birds, October 22nd, you guys come out. And uh, it's going to be a good time. I'm, I'm going to have, I've, I've been wanting to headline this show for a little minute, but I wanted to wait to have material that, you know, I really was proud of and I wasn't scared to go out and guess, man. But I'm excited. It's going to be a lot of fun seeing some old friends. Um, Kate DeLuke is really funny. She's a comedian from out there. My guy, Sammy. Uh, I'm excited to see, uh, we, you know, what Sarah Lamb and all of them have been doing and growing with the show because I know they're working. Um, so shout out to her. Um, and then October 27th and 28th, I'm going to be in Tampa. All right. So October 27th, I'm going to be in Tampa doing, I think that might be the fat fish blue show. That's early. And then October 28th, I'm doing St. Pete stand up that Bob Holden put me on. So you guys come check that out. Um, I'm excited. That'd be my first time performing in Tampa. Even I, all right, well, St. Pete, I guess now that I'm saying that I won't be in Tampa. Uh, but you know, uh, yeah, I'm excited. So you guys, hopefully I get to see some of my friends. If anybody's listening to this from Tampa, uh, let me know that you 
listen to the podcast. That'd be kind of cool. That'd be kind of exciting. Although it's always weird. People tell me, oh, yeah, I heard you on uh, on your podcast and I haven't met them before. I'm like, oh, shit. That means I got to, like, do well. I got to do good in front of this person, man, you know? Um, and then November 3rd, I'm back in uh, Coco doing Space Coast Comedy, closing the show out. So thank you guys uh, for listening to this show, this pod. You know, I don't have any cool slogan to end this episode today, but I'm going to think of a new one, God damn it! I'm going to think of a new one, man, all right? <laughs> all right, what do I want to play, God, here? I've been listening to that uh, Honestly Nevermind album by Drake. Listen, man, that shit slaps. I can't even lie. Like, that's not a bad, that's not a bad album. That actually might be a 9 out of 10. So, I think I'm going to play Sticky, because that shit was fire. All right, y'all. Peace out. Oh, here we go. Oh, come on. Oh, come on. So I never pull up to the mat You know I gotta bring the set You know I gotta bring the G block You know I gotta bring the D block Cause you know how sticky it get hey.